views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. I love these shows. I get to co-host today with my friend, my colleague, Glenna Rice, joining us here today. Many of you know her as the questionable parent. Many of you know her as the woman that shows up on a regular basis and asks some of the most fascinating, insightful questions and has has been teaching all of us how to live in the question and how to live in this place where we are being opened up to a new level of consciousness, a new level of awareness. You know, Glenna is someone that travels the world. As a matter of fact, she's taken off tomorrow to go to Poland, traveling the world and helping people uh, in the way she facilitates uh, consciousness awareness in the lives, living in the reality of all that are willing to choose something different and create more ease, more joy and glory on this planet. And she does that especially with children, but with parents, with adults, and has certainly done it with me. Some of the things I've learned, you know, have to do with a new way we look at the world. And I want to just say this um, so that you all know, on the 4th of July, when we um, introduce all of you to... I, I, the only thing I could, talk, I could say is a, is a new technology because I don't know how else to talk about it. But when we introduce some of the features that we are bringing to you, you're going to be thinking to yourself, wow, where did these ideas come from? Well, the question that I think we look at these days is the question, what else is possible here? What else is possible here? Are we at the end of our road in the way we bring positive messages for people? You know, is there nothing new that we can bring to the table? And then how much of this is built on collaboration, relationships we build in the world? Well, I'll tell you that for for me, it's mostly about that. Um, The people that show up that are in our lives do are those people that we truly really want there. And how are we when we show up in relationships? You know, what can we say about ourselves? Well, today, we're going to find out many, many things about ourselves and relationship. Is your relationship working for you? Now, how many of us have been in, quote, relationships where we thought they'd been working for us, but yet we're miserable, we're discontent, 
We got the agony and the pain and the drudgery of coming home, not to mention not coming home. And even when we're home, we're not really there. But how about other relationships beyond that? This is what today's show is about. Glenna, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Great to be on. Yeah. Great topic. Yeah. Oh, there's so much boy. information about yeah. There's so much information about this topic, and the stuff I'm going to be sharing is really different oh. than what most people think well, <laughs> about relationships. And, and I have to say, it usually is. It usually is, yeah. and I'm really grateful for that. But even the question is, this is a hard one to ask ourselves: Is your relationship working for you? Yeah. Do we even do that, Glenna? No, and it's it's really interesting because you know if you most people that when interviewed would prefer to have a bad relationship than no relationship. Mm-hmm. So they're not yeah. So with that point of view, most people having that point of view, they're not even willing to look at if it works for me because their point of view is they should just have a relationship. That's what's important, not a relationship that actually would create something more for them that would expand their life and the person they're with life. And this isn't just in relationships, you know. Um, marriages, boyfriend, girlfriend things. It's also in, you know, your business relationships and your relationships with your family and with your children and everybody you're having relationships with. Right. Most relationships don't work for people or there's things about it or they think it doesn't work and it actually is working. It's really surprising when I have people ask this question, truth, is your relationship working for you? And having them look at the energy of it. Um, and it could, I just had a woman in class who was complaining and complaining and complaining about her husband, but every time she complained about him, and what he didn't do, and, you know, you know, he was sick, and he was this, and there's just a few, everyone's heard women talk that way about their husbands or boyfriends. And she went on and on and on, but every time she said something, it didn't match the energy of the relationship she was actually creating with him. And I asked her, so truth, does this relationship work for you? And she looked at the energy, I went, yes, and no, and she went, oh my God, yes, it does. And I said, so are any of these things you're talking about actually a problem? Or are you just stuck in some point of view that you need to be complaining to have a normal relationship and her whole world lightened up and she started looking at, like just within like five minutes she was looking at her husband differently wow wow yeah but then this is really the key though right i mean this is really the key to really figuring out well not figuring out but because getting a new level of awareness around our lives the things in it how they're working how they're not working but this is really the gateway because when we start to ask our, ourselves questions that we, we find ourselves with some interesting new levels of awareness that show up. And aren't we surprised, right? Aren't we surprised? Yeah. How, do we, how do we become pleasantly surprised, I guess, is what I want to ask. <laughs> well, you know what I'm you saying? What, yeah, I do. I totally know what you're saying. And, well, and every time you look at what's actually true for you, when you're willing to be vulnerable and brutally honest with yourself, it's always a surprise. It always lightens it up if you're lying to yourself about something. So if you're having a relationship that's not working for you and you're trying to make it work and it actually doesn't, when you have the awareness it's not working for you, that can be a surprise, but it also lightens up and then it gives you a, a, um, then you can start asking some questions about what it is that's not working and how can you change that. You know, the changing, it could be, you know, as extreme as getting a divorce and ending the relationship. But it could be that there's other little things that just need to change so it actually does work for you. Right. And vulnerability is one of these 
elements of having intimacy with yourself that is one of the things you have that, that, that totally contributes to having a great relationship that works for you. You work with people all over the globe. And I, I, I you know, let me do this because you, you love this. I love when I do this. I love when you come on. Uh, I have to tell you, I couldn't see the forest for the trees in my own relationship, you know, uh, which ended after 14 years. I couldn't see the forest in the trees, but I could. I knew intuitively uh, or had a level of awareness that said, wow, this is not working. You know, that was really mm-hmm. the place I went. It was like, oh, wow, this is not working. You know, that was very different than, you know, finishing school and waking up one day and saying, oh, my gosh, I cannot be on the career path that everybody wants me to be on. And then the radio shows up intuitively, right? Some people say, oh, that was no mistake. But I dialed the wrong phone number and I didn't hang out. So, but right. So there was a new level of awareness that I got. But I'll tell you, I was the only one that didn't think I should have a very, very uh, high paying powerful corporate career I was just not there (laughs) right so how Um, do we tap into what is really going on yeah that is a great question Um, and like I said being brutally honest with yourself is part of it Mm -hmm. and the other thing is in this reality relationships are so valuable you know people if you're supposed to be you know if you're a single person people are always asking you are you dating somebody um are you seeing anybody or you know parents are always wanting their children to get married find that one person that's going to you know create their life for them but what a strange concept that you would have to find someone else to create your life right because just you are implying in that entire thing that you don't have your own life until you find someone else but actually people that have the greatest relationships they have their life they know who they are. They're creating great, and the relationship is something you add to your life to create more. And very few people are looking at it from that point of view. It's like I need someone to complete me. I need to find my other self, my other, you know, the one that's going to make everything change. But you're, that's not how a relationship that's great is created. That's how a relationship is created that you'll immediately start divorcing yourself and divorcing, and they'll start divorcing parts of themselves as soon as the relationship starts because the relationship isn't about having two people that are amazing. It's about having two people that are less than that come together to create something smaller. And if that can change in this reality, um, we might start seeing relationships that are actually really different than what we're seeing now. And that's my part. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's really interesting because, you know, part of the conversation really is that what you just brought up, you know, many many people do look we do look at each other and if you're single you are and it depends on where you are in your life but literally I am the only single person in a group of a lot of people I'm I'm like the only single person and and people start to look at you a little bit weird now with me they write it off so here's what they say about me they say oh she's just too busy working I mean that that's it not even considering, uh, maybe she just ain't feeling it, right? Yeah. So if you're not in relationship with someone, right, and let's talk about, you know, one-on-one, but then later on we'll talk about, you know, just other relationships. If you're not in relationship with someone, it's as if you have got the curse passed down from your family, like in that movie, that Practical Magic movie that was out. That's what people looking at you like, oh, boy, what does she got? 
isn't that a hard place for people to be? And so we strive to fill a gap that's actually not our own gap necessarily, right? Exactly, yeah. It's not, and some relationships don't work for everybody. I mean, I know for myself, um, being in that kind of a relationship doesn't work for me. I was married for 12 years to the father of my kids, and I was miserable. I mean, it wasn't, from the outside, no one would ever have looked at it and thought it was a bad marriage, but I was stopping everything that I was in that relationship. And when it finally ended, I got me. I found me. I had access to me, and I was able to start creating in a totally different way. Now, I'm not opposed to having a relationship in the future, but it's not something I'm searching for or require to complete me or to think that I'll be right. Like, a lot of people think having a relationship is somehow right, and if you don't, it's wrong. And... Uh, if relationship doesn't work for you, what a gift. And you yeah. know that. If you know that, yeah. what a gift. Because you have all the possibilities of creating a life that's amazing, that's for you, um, and generating amazing things. And you, somewhere, a lot of people have the awareness that they're hiding, that that kind of a relationship would limit what's possible and what they'd like to create in their life. I know. We're going to take a short break when we come. Yeah. When we come back, I want to talk with you about the, what are some of the things that create a great relationship and what do we have to say goodbye to? You know, it wasn't it Lady Gaga that made like a gazillion dollars on the song, Bad Romance. Why? (laughs) Who can't relate to that? Glitterize is in the house. What are the elements of a great relationship? When we come back, we'll be talking about those. And Glenn is going to share with us some very interesting questions that we could ask ourselves. And if you're anything like me, I am one of these folks that, you know, I have to work with somebody to get to the bottom of me because literally me don't want to get to the bottom of me. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Talk Radio. Encapsulations is committed to producing the most complete line of research-based nutritional supplements from fish oil to probiotics to multivitamins and more. Available through qualified health professionals and community pharmacists, finished products are pure and hypoallergenic to optimize the long-term health of all patients, even the most sensitive. With Pure Encapsulations, you can rest assured that you're getting the purest and highest quality nutritional supplements available. Ask a qualified healthcare practitioner about Pure Encapsulations today and discover why it's the supplement brand of choice for healthcare professionals worldwide. For more information, please visit www.pureencapsulations.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Dr. Loves Quickies. 
Mary's about ready to give love the shove, because no matter what she tries, guys don't know that she's alive. To turn guys on, she needs to turn on those green lights, nonverbal cues that say, over here. Most guys won't approach unless they're cleared for landing. So ladies, to kickstart your love life, turn on those green lights and flash your pearly whites. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf of AskDrLove.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Glenna Rice is in the house. The <laughs> questionable parent, Glenna Rice. Today's show, is your relationship working for you? That's the question I want to ask all of you out there. If you've got a relationship issue, this is the show you want to call into. And uh, 1-800-930-2819. Glenna will be able to help you at least point you in the right direction. So whether it's a relationship with your boss, your loved one, your family, I got a few of those. Um, we're going to be talking about it all. 1-800-930-2819. We've opened up the phone lines. If you cannot call in, many of you now, yes, we hear you here at TransformationRadio.fm. We are going to be putting a texting feature in for you. Yep, we are going to, we've been resisting it, but we're also going to make sure we have a little no texting and driving thing. Um, we are going to be doing that. But right now, 1-800-930-2819. Or what you can do is you can go to the drpatshow.com or transformationtalkradio.com and ask your question right there. Glenna, before we jump into this, because this is big, big. I love this topic. Um, before we jump into, you know, how do you create a great relationship, please tell us where you're going to be. Tell us what you're up to and how people can find out more. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, um, you can always find out more by going to my website, glennarice.com. And for anyone that's going to be in Poland this weekend, I'm doing a three-day body class there starting um, Saturday. And coming up here in my hometown of Santa Fe, California, I'm mm-hmm. doing Bars Foundation Level 1. Those are the beginning access classes, which I only get to do maybe once a year. That starts June 5th. And it's just in time to get the prerequisites in for Gary Douglas's um access two and three, the level two and three class that he's doing um, in San Francisco. And he's there right now, the whole access, there's like 150 people in New Zealand creating some amazing change in some classes and all that's going to be, you know, so we're going to catch this New Zealand wave here in San Francisco. So those of you who have done the prerequisites Bars Foundation Level 1, please, please look at coming down to San Francisco and contributing to what we're going to be, you know, changing and receiving in this class and the stuff I'm talking about about relationship here all of this I got from Gary Douglas who is just incredible at how he looks at things and looks at the world differently and I couldn't even consider doing relationship in the way I'm doing it now in anything I'm doing without this information so I am so grateful for everything he contributes um, to changing things like that I mean his target is to have great relationships on the planet and he will be talking about in the two and three that's coming up so if you know, you've yeah. got the weekend free and you're wondering about this stuff, please check out my website or go to the Access Consciousness website to find out more about that. Well, and then, you know, um, part of this, 
you know, part of this really is really coming to the realization for all of us, if we could take a minute and do that, is that uh, we are pretty much not doing anything in the world uh, without being in relationship to some other person. And see, that's the myth we've lived with for years, that we are really alone, that everything we do is alone. And now more than ever, that is so far from the truth, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we're in a communion of some sort with everybody around us. With awareness, you have awareness of everybody. And, you know, if you have your walls and your barriers down and you're willing to receive everything, that's part of what we be. Mm-hmm. And so we're creating these relationships. And the way relationship is in this reality, it's like the relationship is actually the distance between two points. It's not more awareness. It's not communion. It's not actually what we're looking for or asking for or desiring in our lives. Most people are desiring for something more that will create more, and what ends up being created because of these weird points of views and programs we have is something that actually creates less than. It's almost like relationship is designed to create a limitation instead of create an expansion. And what would it take for that to be different? Well, that's really the question that we're going to address right now because you have some some elements, some factors, some keys – uh, to help us understand what actually makes great relationships. Uh, and I think this is really a perfect point to kick this off because if we don't know, you know, what it is we're kind of striving for in the middle of all this, like how we're supposed to behave or not behave or what to do, or what not to do. I just, I, I mean, we don't even know where to begin. We don't even know what we don't know. Right. Right. Yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah, there's there's five elements of intimacy that if you have this with yourself and and create it with another person, starts to create more of the communion that people are asking for instead of a relationship mm. that makes it smaller. And these are honor, trust, vulnerability, allowance, and gratitude. Like to honor someone, to treat them with regard that you're in relationship with. You know, to trust that person is who they are and you're not going to change them. Like, trust that, you know, if your husband likes to golf on Sundays, to trust that is who he is and that's what he's going to do and not make him wrong for that. Um, or that if your wife likes to go shopping, I know I'm using really basic examples here, but right, I think but that kind of resonates with people. Yep. Yeah, if you're, you know, and and to trust that if you like to go shopping and your husband or boyfriend doesn't like shopping, to trust that they're not going to want to go with you and that's okay. Having mm-hmm. allowance for who they be and trusting who they are is a huge thing that can open up more possibilities. Like not to make the person wrong because they're not doing what you expect them to do, but to see who they are. And then you can see, well, does that ever work for me? Do I actually, can I be in a relationship with someone that doesn't go shopping with me? And then say, oh yeah, totally, I could be in a relationship. I can go shopping with a million other people on this planet. I don't have to go shopping with him right. or with her. Right. And, right. and then to have gratitude for the person for what they're contributing and that they're in your life, when they're in your life. And which ones did I think do? When we talked about vulnerability, that's, that's really having a vulnerability with you where you're true, well, you know it's true for you and you're not lying to yourself. Right. And being vulnerable enough to see the other person for who they are. Because most people are going in relationships trying to change the other person. And when you go into a relationship, you can perceive where someone wants you to be a certain way so that you work for them. And then you start cutting yourself into pieces and parts of you, you know, divorcing yourself to try to be this person. And then you'll start resenting that because you're not really in the relationship anymore. And both people are doing it with each other. So being vulnerable enough to see who the person is and trust who they are and knowing that you have 
that, that actually works for you, being with the person, from it's like almost the energy of them contributes to your life. But the way they behave day to day doesn't have to be what you expect them to be. It has to work for them also. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mention the word love in here anywhere. That's not <laughs> one of the five elements, which is interesting. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, people would be saying, okay, why not? Why not? Why isn't it in there? Let's talk about the why not of why not love. Or as my friend Tina Turner would say, what's love got to do with it, Glenna? I know that's not an access question. (laughs) No, I think it actually is. What does love have to do with it? Love is is a word that has so much judgment around it. It has so much judgment and everyone sees it differently. And it's, you know, you love someone for one second and then you hate them. It's it's so Mm. mixed up with the hating and the disliking the person. And I don't love you anymore if you don't do this thing for me. And I will love you if you do this thing. And the word gratitude, the energy of gratitude, there, you can't have gratitude and judgment at the same time. You can love someone with tons of judgment about them, but you can't have gratitude for someone with judgment. And judgment is the big killer of relationships, judging yourself mm-hmm. and judging them for what they're not being or they're supposed to be or they should be, or just judging what you think a relationship should be, which actually has nothing to do with the relationship you're probably creating. Well, you know, part of this is let's talk about judgment for a minute, if we could, and we'll talk more about this. We've got a caller that's waiting to chat uh, with you as well when we come back from break. Um, You know, let's talk about judgment for a minute. You know, many people say judgment gets a bad rap. Uh, And I think we're confused about what judgment is. And so when somebody said that to me last time, I said, well, what do you mean? They said, look, I have a judgment about uh, uh, GMOs. And I said, you have a judgment about that? Yeah, GMOs are really bad for you. And so, you know, there's a point of view. There's there's something that happens in this gray area of judgment, right? Mm-hmm. And we, I think we get confused. Like, wait a minute. I don't have an opinion about something. Is that what you're saying to me? That I'm not allowed to have an opinion. And I think that's very different than judgment. Is it or is it not? I don't know. Well, judgment always stops the energy and the possibilities. Bad judgments are good judgments. If you have a judgment that's the, you know, was the best day of my life, that's a judgment, then you can't have a better day. It stops all possibilities. And negative judgments do too. Now, an awareness is different. Mm -hmm. Awareness can seem like judgment, but it creates more possibilities or opens doors and windows to new possibilities, and a judgment Mm -hmm. never does. So with the example of the GMO, and this comes up in classes a lot, now, do GMOs work for the planet, yes or no? I get a big no. Now, that's an awareness. That's a huge awareness. But if I say I don't like GMOs, I hate GMOs, or I have a judgment about it, I stop all possibilities of changing that, and I lock the energy or the way the planet is creating GMOs in place. I, I continue to create from my judgment when it's a judgment because you can't see anything that doesn't match it. So you can never change what's going on with GMOs. All you can do is resist and fight it. So if we really want to change that, which could be a totally another show, right. we have to be in awareness of what they're actually creating and what can change it. Right. I mean, I, I've been talking to the plants all over and just, what would it say for you guys not to grow? <laughs> I mean, that would be an easy way to stop them. If they didn't work, no one would be making them anymore. Right. 
you know, and it's really interesting because one of the things I've discovered and in so, you know, I, I live in Washington state. We could talk about this when we come back. I actually interviewed one of the lobbyists in Washington, D.C., and that was his lobby. He is the, the GMO guy. I, in, I interviewed him at the uh, uh, one of the Green Festivals. Very, very insightful about Washington State. Of course, Washington State did not vote to have the labeling on their products, and everybody was shocked for some strange reason. I don't know. Um, I, but I think it's like you said. Were there, were the questions being asked that would give us a level of awareness, or were the questions being asked that would give us a judgment? for or against because if it were like you said the questions for a new level of awareness there would have been no question really so the whole idea of judgment versus awareness is really an important one when we come back we're going to go right to the phones and we're going to talk about how this shows up in relationships if we're judging can we trust if we're judging can we trust how does one affect the other and can you be in relationship and not trust stay tuned we'll be right back Preceding audio was via a Skype call. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into to help. Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. This is Peggy Snow, practitioner at Stellar Reflections with a Stellar Reflections Minute. So many people these days are trying to find ways to relieve their stress. What happens to our breathing when we're feeling overwhelmed and stress? When we tune in, we realize that we're either holding our breath or taking very shallow breath. To signal the body that all is well, which most of the time it is, sometimes all that is needed is a nice, deep breath to break the cycle. First, exhale to get all the stale air out by engaging the abdominal muscles and blowing gently. Next, take a nice full breath in, feeling it fill your body all the way down to your hips. Release fully and enjoy the freedom of movement. Notice how your body feels. Do you feel refreshed? Calmness is only a breath away. 
This has been a Stellar Reflections Minute. For more information about what we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start winning the game of life with the unique, incomparable Lynn Brown. Lynn's powerful, transferable tools stem from her success in the very competitive world of sports and business. Since Lynn was one of the top athletes in the United States, she understands really well about the athlete's mind, their challenges, and what athletes need. I have confidence to ask Lynn to take care of my professional team just because of Lynn, her passion, and the power she has. Lynn is passionate about working with kids and with athletes. Her life is a testament to the incredible power of intention to create miracles. Lynn is dedicated to assisting and inspiring leaders with the vision and tools to realize their dreams. And she wants to help you next. Enhance your overall performance and the ability to reach your goals. Bring your game face on. Visit letter R, letter U, intuit.com or call 844-LETTER-B-INTUIT. The following audio is via a Skype call. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. For more information about us, go to the drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, or better yet, go to transformationradio.fm. Take a sneak preview on the channels that will be popping up there. Yep, after the 4th of July. Really? Uh, why the 4th of July? I don't know, because I think it's like all about the Katy Perry song fireworks. Maybe that could be it. Uh, Glennon might say, you know, Maybe it's just the right time. <laughs> Glenna Rice in the house. Go to GlennaRice.com. Right now, we are going to hop over to the phones. Mr. Benny, who do we have? Oh, we'll take Christy calling in from Boston, Massachusetts, or just outside. So, All right. Christy. Christy. Hi, Glenna. How are you? I'm good. I love Boston. I lived there for six years. <laughs> okay, I have a question. So, um mm-hmm. You're talking about relationships and, and judge, judgment um, being the big killer, and uh, I was in a relationship with uh, a man who we together judged ourselves right out of our relationship about six weeks ago, and um, just kind of wondering how, because I'm fully aware that the judgments have been there on both parts, and how could I be the invitation to something different? Different with him or different, just different? Um, well, ideally, I would like it to be with him. Um, and if it can't be, then so be it. But I feel like it's not quite done yet. So one of the things you want to do with relationships, a, a great thing is, you know, there's all the things I talked about, the trust, vulnerability, gratitude, allowance. But also you want to uncreate and destroy your relationship all the time, which seems weird. Uh-huh. But you want to... So then you can always be creating a relationship new. It's like going back on your first date every single time. So you want to, like everything about your relationship in the past and every, just everything about your relationship with, with this man, would you be willing to uncreate and destroy everything that that is? Yes. 
Yeah, okay. And then I'm going to do the access clearing statement, which I haven't done in a while, but it's going to just kind of change the energy. So everything that is, times of God, billion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pox, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Now ask yourself, truth, is the relationship with this man actually work for you? Um, yes. Okay, that feels light. Okay. So everything you've been judging about him, and you've been judging about you that's wrong in the relationship, can we destroy and create that? Yes, please. Right, wrong, getting bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what? I mean, it's just yeah. heavy because there's so much of it. I, it's, I'm so aware of it that I wasn't aware of it before that now it feels like oh, there was so much judgment and damage done with it that how do you get... I know I can move past it and I wonder how to invite him to get past it. Yeah. So if you can see everything that that is that's been in our is just an interesting point of view and what would you like to create now is your future. What would it take for this man to contribute to you, your life you're living in reality and create something greater in your future and what would it take for you to contribute to him to create more in his life and to contribute to creating a greater future instead of something mm. that stops you? What contribution can you be and receive from him that you've never even considered? So that's a real different mm-hmm. question. And that and, and if you don't define it, it can look so many different ways. It can look like something you've never even imagined. Um, and the other thing is to like wake up in the morning and think of five things you're grateful for him for being in your life or being with you yeah. and what you're creating together. And then what would it take to add what can you add to your life that would create more for you? Because in a relationship, we all often make the other person the, you know, reason and justification for our living, or that mm-hmm. that they have to contribute to make our life greater instead of us choosing that. So if you can, then you, and if you do the, the five things about gratitude in the morning, it's hard to think of all the things you're judging them for also, and you start to become mm-hmm. an energy of gratitude, and that energy that when you're grateful for someone, they can perceive it. It's a really different, they can perceive it, they not, may not, it's not something you want to tell him. It's something you want to know yep. for you, but it will change the energy you are in the relationship. And keep saying, what else is possible? Yeah. What can yeah. you be and do different so this relationship would work for you? Yeah. And I, I huh. think it's already changed because it feels really different when I look at it now. <laughs> How's it get better than that? Yes. <laughs> I have like a, kind of a, a nauseous, almost excited kind of feeling in my stomach. Interesting. <laughs> so, so is that excitement? I, I think so. I hope so. I don't want to judge yeah, it, make yeah. it bad or wrong. <laughs> no, no, just acknowledge it. Acknowledge the excitement of what's possible and not to go into yeah. conclusions about what that would look like. And no conclu- conclusions <laughs> about what your relationship would look like. What if it can right. work for you and you have no definition of what that is yet? Start to see what they are. The right. things that make you smile and create more, ask for more of those. And the things that aren't working, ask for those things to change. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Cool. I I know that the separation that we've had between each other has given this opportunity for me to step into more of me, doing more of um, that whole intimacy with myself uh, kind of path. And uh, choosing for me, and it's been amazing. So it's like the gift of him kind of just with a disconnect that, 
that even that, as much as I hate it, is a gift. You know, when I look at it yeah. that way, it has a very different feel to it. I just get a story in my head that, oh, God, I hope it's not, like, forever, and I hope he's not gone, and that's when it starts getting all heavy and, and bleh. Oh. Yeah. So you also need to be willing to lose him. Yeah. To have him. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of struggling with that one. I'm, yeah. <laughs> to know that you're yeah. going to be okay. You'll be fine. Your life will still be great. It'll still be amazing if he's not, um, if you're not in a relationship that's not working for you. Because if you stay in a relationship yeah. that is not working for you, you don't have you anyway. So be willing to yeah. lose him and not hold on to something from the past that didn't work anyway and create something different, maybe with him, maybe not. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, boy. I know. That's that's the one to be able to let go of something that we want to hold on to so dearly. (laughs) Yeah. Mm Hmm. Wow. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for the questions. Yeah. Thank you for the question. Yeah. Amazing. Thanks, Thanks. Awesome. Uh, Mr. Benny, I think we should go right to the phones again. Let's go ahead and skip this break, and we will uh, make sure we have enough time to get a another caller on. All right. We'll take Libby now calling in from Missouri. All right. Hi, Libby. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, Glenna. Hi, Libby. Hi. How are you? Good. I'm. Thank you for taking my call. Um, so this is a – right now it feels like all my relationships – are not working for me (laughs) and so I'm just wondering I mean what you just said to the woman before was really great and um and it's it's like when I'm when I'm sort of I feel like when I'm doing the intimacy with myself um and stepping out as myself it creates seems to create waves with people around me and then I don't want to deal with all of that um, conflict that it seems to create, and I'm wondering what else is possible with that. If that makes sense. Okay. Um, so when you're intimate with yourself, but you said when you step out of yourself, you said it was really interesting what you said. You no, said you like step if I step, if I feel like I'm stepping out in the world, like just being me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it feels pretty low. It feels kind of like a lot of aloneness, but also like it's creates uh it's not uh yeah so when you're so when you're being you and being greater and choosing more in your life it's creating a conflict in your marriage relationship well not just that like all all my relationships with family with you know right okay around and i'm asking the universe you know who is fun to play with and to deliver that um I guess I just like more faster. <laughs> okay, more faster now. Um, so, are you trying to? So, can I ask you a question? Yes. Are you trying to bring them along? Hmm. I probably fall into that sometimes. Yeah. 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 Because if you're trying to bring, like, that's not. So, those five elements of intimacy. If you're if you're stepping out and being greater, and the other person isn't choosing that that you're in relationship with other people like your family and it comes up all the time with family and often in marriages like if you expect them to be able to go where you go and they have to go there for you to be able to go there it's going to create a conflict because that's not something they're asking for necessarily or, or ready for yet or it's not the time or they may never choose it 
And part of that is right. trusting that the other person isn't going to choose that. That doesn't mean your relationship can't be great. It just means they're not going to come along where you're willing to go, and that's okay. Having allowance yeah. for the person where they're at and what they're choosing um, creates a lot of ease, and then they don't feel that tug that they're supposed to be something they don't want to be. And they also don't feel like they want to stop you because you expect them to go where they don't want to go. You could use the shopping analogy. If you wanted to go shopping and your husband didn't, and you couldn't go shopping unless he went shopping with you and he didn't want to go shopping, he might, not, he might try to keep you from even going shopping. So you didn't have to have that hug. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I get, and what about, like, lately it's been, like, this attack, like, not, and it's not coming from me, it's coming from either family, mm-hmm. husband, people, like, if, um. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about very... this before, Glenna, a little bit. We touched upon this. We were going to talk about, is it really interesting? We were actually going to talk about this. It's a great question. Yeah, I think I, Yeah. So um, other people are attacking you and, you know, like verbally saying stuff or just all this stuff coming up when you are mm-hmm. choosing more. What if that's yes. all an interesting point of view? Mm. Would you actually let other people's points of view stop you in creating your life? <laughs> right. okay. Everywhere, everyone out there has, has let other people's points of views stop them from creating what they would like to choose, where they made other people's points of views more real than their choice, could we destroy mm. and uncreate everything that that is? Mm. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, talk, online, shorts, boys, and beyond. That's fine. They can think what they want to think. Mm. Yeah. And, and if you don't have energy on it, they may not be attacking you as much. Okay. Okay. Does that help mm. a little bit? Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's just it's, an uncomfortable time in, it is. in that, you know, and so it's... Yeah, yeah. it is. I guess. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah. let them be miserable because you're choosing. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that's a weird one, too, but that's what they're choosing to be. You don't... And part of that's a manipulation to stop you. If that mm-hmm. manipulation doesn't work, maybe they'll try something that's different. Maybe right. they'll choose something greater. Right. Right. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we were talking about judgment before, right? Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes when this comes up in relationships, there's this thing that goes on where it's either a spoken, I'm going to give you two examples only. It's either a spoken or an unspoken judgment. The spoken judgments, you know, and I'm not sure if it's in this case, are where people come out and they say, listen, dude, that, no, no, not good for you. The others are, just real passive aggressive behavior um i mean do you engage in a dialogue with people at all if you are trying to understand what their point of view is or do you just not let their point of view uh engage you um what i do is what what when those things are coming up is like what is this energy i look at what mm-hmm. the energy is yeah. and what's it going to take to change it now sometimes changing it does require a conversation with the person but it can't be right fighting it can't be like um, going into the conversation trying to convince them to agree and align with your point of view and them to or that you're supposed to agree in line with their point of view um, you can ask them so you know what what's coming up for you what's going on here like what questions are a lot better than why questions yeah but but you don't want to engage in this conversation if it's not going to change the energy of what right. you're perceiving 
Right. That's what, and it makes okay. Because sometimes it'll just make it worse. I mean, it'll just right. contribute to the energy of it, and it doesn't change anything, and then you're in an argument with someone. Um, so not engaging in that. And, and, and one great way to stop those kind of arguments is to tell the person they're right. Like, you shouldn't be doing this. I know, you're right. You're right. I never even looked at it that way. Thank you so much for your point of view. And you don't want to be sarcastic when you say it. Or you can also say, I'm sorry, what can I do to make up for the damage is done? Is another way to stop the energy of that. These are little tools of things you can use in conversations to stop the energy that's creating the insanity. Because those people, if they're right fighting, they just want to be right. Let them know they're right, and then you can go on and create your life. Usually when you tell someone, wow, I didn't even see it that way. You're so right. I must have been wrong about that. They'll go, oh, no, you weren't, you weren't wrong, and they'll see your point of view. So that's, what, that's a really easy tool you can use when you have those conversations. Mm-hmm. And I'm not giving any real specifics here about how to right. do it because each, each conversation is going to be so different, and it's really about mm-hmm. following the energy that will change what you're asking to change. And if you're coming from... Um, like, if you, if you have this communion and intimacy, you're also going to be coming from a place that everything you do to create change is going to include everybody else, and their lives are going to be greater, too, just by you being in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Does this, do, do, are you understanding this? Does this resonate with you? Me? me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I, yeah, I get it. It's, <laughs> it's just, um... <laughs> okay, what, if it, what would it take for it to be easier than you've ever considered? Yeah. Yeah, I guess like I put, put something up on Facebook yesterday about education, and I asked a question around it. I asked two questions, meaning to be an invitation, and it would. I got some really intense responses around it, and I was like, "Wow, I'm really. I guess I'm missing something here in the way people perceive, you know, and because." It, it's been intense for me that kind of response when I was really like, "What else is possible here?" And um, okay, people got very well, offended. <laughs> well, not everybody's willing to choose what else is possible. And are you willing yeah. to be an invitation to that anyway? Regardless, yeah. Regardless, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, yeah. it's be you and change the world. Not be what everybody else wants and change the world, but be you and change the world. Yeah. Yeah. I actually asked that question for myself. I've never asked anybody else that question. Maybe in a work group, maybe I have, right? But what else is possible? You're right about that. People, they're like, what are you talking about? What do you mean, what else is possible? There is nothing else possible. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, and and if that's their point of view, there's not a place to have a conversation. There isn't. No. And yeah. that's part of that trust. That's part of the thing about trust, to trust that there's not. You know, trust isn't blind faith that things will work out the way you want them. Mm-hmm. Trust is knowing where the person is coming from and being aware of it and trusting that that's who they're going to be. So if the person is not a what else is possible kind of person, trust right. that they're not that. And that's right. not wrong. That's just who they are. Yeah. Yeah. And it never has yeah. to stop you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Wow. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Those were great questions, and they also brought into into bear what we were talking about, and that what are the things that we can do to create these great relationships? 
And I think one of the things that I heard you really talk about loud and clear here was that we have to have a great relationship with ourselves somewhere in here, right? You know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All these things, the, the intimacy, honor, trust, is that you, to have that with you is where you can start creating that with somebody else, to create the intimacy with someone else. Because if you don't have it with you, you're not able to even see the other person because you can't see yourself. So start with you. Like, do you change the world? Yeah. Do you change your relationship? Yeah. Absolutely. The other thing that was brought up here, and maybe we need, you know, maybe what it would, what we could do is do a whole show on social media because this is another phenomenon in itself. I mean, the whole idea of, you know, looking at our social media as a way to work things through may or may not always be the thing that would get us to where we want to go because I don't know about you, your Facebook you know, we have some great Facebook posts, but they're not all like that. You know, I have friends and family, and they just use social media as a forum to go at it. Go at <laughs> it, right? All the things you would never say to your relatives in person, Facebook yeah, or Twitter. Well, we already know about Twitter. I mean, you know, all you need to do is follow some of the celebrities about some of this stuff. Um, and maybe this is really a conversation. What are some of the questions that would be very very relevant and bring a level of consciousness and awareness that would be perfect for social media what a great show that will be yeah that would be great I mean I'm always looking for stuff like that because I do use Facebook to promote often and having those the things that you know that actually work to change things and create more and then the ones that create nothing or very little or almost just disappear yeah having knowing that that would be a very fun Let's do it. Anna, thank okay. you so much. Uh, one last thank question. Thank you, Dr. Pat. What's your personal okay. message? And give out your website again. Ooh, personal message for today. I want to say what else is possible. We say that all the time, but it keeps popping in my head. So what's, what's possible with your relationship you've never considered? What's possible with the relationship with you that's greater than anything you've imagined possible? What if yeah. we could take, create relationships that contribute to our lives? Mm-hmm. And it's Glenna at GlennaRice.com. Or GlennaRice.com. Sorry, that was my email. <laughs> GlennaRice.com. Well, you could go Glenna at GlennaRice.com. That's going to work, too. Oh, yeah. Fasten your seatbelts, folks, for the next time Glenna and I are together. Yeah, the questions that will make social media sizzle. Thank <laughs> you for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.